Do you need to practice speaking English, but you don't have a speaking partner? In today's English lesson, I will go over a conversation at a grocery store that you can practice listening to, learn the natural vocabulary, and then you can practice speaking along in the speaking portion. My students love these types of lessons because it's very low pressure to practice speaking when you're on your own, but it really helps you improve your conversations in real life with native English speakers. So come along with me, listen to the conversation, and I'll teach you all about the natural vocabulary. I've got a few things to pick up at the store. Do you want to come with me? If you want to say that you're going to buy some things at a store, you can say you are going to pick up some things. Or for instance, you could say, I'm going to pick up some bread and some milk. We use the phrasal verb pick up to often mean to buy. Sure, I've been meaning to grab some bread, milk, and a few other staples. If you want to say that you have been intending to do something or you've been thinking about it, you can say, I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to buy some groceries. That means I've been thinking about it and I've been trying to do it, but it just hasn't happened yet. Perfect, I'm going to grab a cart. Another way that we can say we're going to buy things, especially if we're going to go into the store very quickly to get them, is we say we are going to go grab a few things. So pick up and grab can both mean to buy in English. A really important word in English to mean basic items is staples. So the staples in your kitchen might be bread, milk, eggs, sugar, flour. The staples are just the basic things that you need to make other food. An example of something that would not be a staple, in my house at least, would be a soda or a lemonade. Sugary drinks like that are not staples. In the United States, this, a shopping cart is what I call it, has a few other names. Some people even call it a buggy, but I think the most common word for it is a cart or a shopping cart. I'll just get a basket. The alternative to grabbing a shopping cart at the store is grabbing a basket. You only need a few things in the store, then you'll grab a basket just to carry them with. Smart. Then you won't make any impulse buys. Most people, including myself, sometimes have trouble resisting, you know, things that are fun to buy in a store. So we call these types of things that we purchase impulse buys. For instance, if you go to the cash register in a gas station, you'll often see some gum and some candy, and you'll say, oh, that looks good. I'll grab that real quick. So you didn't really think about buying that. You just impulsively grabbed it and purchased it. So this is what we call an impulse buy. You've got it. If you want to say that the person you're speaking with understands what you're saying, you can say, you've got it. So in this conversation, we talk about not making impulse buys and you say, you've got it. You understand what I'm trying not to do, make impulse buys. If you want to say that you understand something, you can always tell someone, I've got it. This means I've got it in my brain. I understand the concept. Speaking of, these are cute. I might have to get these. So in this conversation, we're talking about impulse buys. And then I say, speaking of, this means speaking of impulse buys, look at these. Don't you already have decorations like that? You can never have too many decorations. If someone is criticizing you for having a lot of something, for instance, 
if you have a big rock collection or if you have a big collection of shoes or purses um, and someone's criticizing you for something about it, you can say you can never have too many rocks or you can never have too many shoes or you can never have too many purses. This just means that you like the thing so much, you don't really care if anyone criticizes you for having lots of them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it does make your house look very festive. Exactly. If we call something festive, it means it's all about a holiday or a time of year. In the United States, for Halloween, many, many people celebrate the holiday here, so they'll have candy everywhere and pumpkins and everyone will dress up. It's very festive and people even love to decorate their houses for the whole month of October. They just love to be festive. I've got all of the stuff that I need. Are you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do a self-checkout. Sounds good. In the United States, it's becoming more and more popular to go to a self-checkout. So this is when you scan your own items using the self-checkout machine and you pay for it using your credit card and you don't even have to speak to an employee to buy the things in the store. Okay, I didn't do too much damage. Did you get your receipt? Sometimes they check them on the way out. A common joke that we make in the United States when we spend too much money is to say we did some damage. So if you want to say that you did not spend too much money, you can say, I didn't do too much damage. Another joke that is kind of considered a dad joke, you know, it's kind of a bad joke, kind of cheesy, is to say, you know, at a restaurant when the waitress brings you the bill or brings you the check, you say, what's the damage? This means, how much money did we spend? Whoops, I forgot it. I'm such a scatterbrain. If you want to say that you are frequently forgetting something or you're frequently forgetting a lot of different things, you can say you are a scatterbrain. I find when I'm with my kids and I'm trying to hold their toys and I'm trying to remember my grocery list, I feel like a total scatterbrain in the grocery store. Maybe you can relate if you're a parent. Don't be so hard on yourself. If you want to tell someone that they should not feel so negative about themselves, you can say, don't be so hard on yourself. I find that my English students are really hard on themselves. They might have a really nice accent in English. I can totally understand them. And they say, my English is so bad. You shouldn't be so hard on yourself. You know, I'm really hungry. Do you want to stop at McDonald's on the way home? No way, we just bought all of this food. We have to be responsible. Okay, well, maybe we deserve a treat. I knew you would cave. And maybe you can relate to this part of the conversation. You've gone grocery shopping, you've made a list, you've got all your food items, you plan on being really healthy, but you're just so hungry on the way home from the grocery store that you just want to grab some fast food. 
like McDonald's, even though you have all this healthy food. And in this conversation, we say, no, let's be responsible. Let's not get McDonald's. But we actually cave in. This phrase, to cave in, it's like give in. It means you said you weren't going to do something, but you've been persuaded, and now you're going to do it or you're going to let it happen. Now that you guys know all the natural phrases in this English conversation, let's move on to your speaking practice. You'll see the words on screen that we've already practiced listening to, and I want you to say them with the same tone and expression that I had when we listened to the conversation, and feel free to go back and practice this portion of the lesson as many times as you find helpful because I know some of my students feel a little embarrassed speaking in the mirror or just trying to repeat when they're listening to a video, but this speaking practice is a very low stress way of really improving your English expressions and your English conversations. So let's get started with the practice. You guys did excellent speaking along with today's video. I know that you learned so many new expressions from this lesson, and I want you to learn even more by going to EnglishWithKayla.com. Check out my Upgrade to Native English Conversation course. It's a lot like today's lesson, but it goes into even more detail, and it has very professionally recorded conversations for you to practice along with. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Make sure to check out one of the English lessons on screen. They'll help you learn even more English phrases. Thanks again for watching. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.